Welcome to Real Estate Pro Tips and Strategies. The theme is how to buy a home or sell a home in a changing real estate market. Hi, my name is Pete Sabine and I'm here with my team partner, Leslie Whitney. We are real estate professionals with Compass and the five-star real estate team here in the San Francisco Bay Area. We want to share with you our real estate expertise to give you a competitive edge and provide insight with useful information so you can make an informed decision for your next home purchase. Leslie and I break down the most important aspects of real estate. Future podcasts will reveal how to navigate as a home buyer or seller. Let's begin our podcast. Welcome to Real Estate Pro Tips. The topic is what you need to know about home insurance. I'm Pete Sabine. And I'm Leslie Whitney. We are realtors here in the San Francisco East Bay area. We are here today with Ali Lopez. Ali is a Senior Sales Associate with Pro Insurance Solutions. We're going to cover the basics of home insurance so you will be well informed when you have a need to purchase insurance coverage. Ali, is home insurance required by law? Um, no, it's not illegal to not carry homeowner's insurance. Why is home insurance needed? So essentially your home is you know, one of your biggest assets and you wanna make sure that it's protected. Um, but if you do have a loan on the home, then it will be required. So how do you decide how much coverage is needed? So our agency has a dollar per square foot recommendation. We don't um, recommend that people insure their homes for less than $350 a square foot in California but each company um, or carrier has a replacement cost estimator that helps determine. So if I'm buying a home, does the amount of the coverage need to cover the amount of the home loan? So that's a really common question. And um, more often than not, actually, yeah, more often than not, um, the replacement cost is going to be less than the purchase price because the purchase price is gonna take into consideration the value of the land. So if you don't own a home, can you buy renter's insurance? Absolutely. It's most landlords will require renter's insurance, but it's just a good idea to have even if they don't. So if you have friends over and they hurt themselves, then you're covered for liability um, as well as all of your contents. And theft insurance, is that part of it? Yes. Okay. Are all home policies basically the same? No. In fact, we created a presentation that read, not all insurance is created equal. So um, no, there are different packages and different levels of coverage that you can get. So what's the most standard policy coverage available? Um, the most standard policy is just a basic homeowners for replacement cost of 750000 and under. All right. And tell us about the basic coverage available for events that cause property damage, such as fire, wind, and theft. So fire, wind, and theft are all included in a basic homeowner's policy. They're um, considered covered perils. Uh, claims adjuster would really be the one to determine how it would apply and how much of a payout you would receive. What are the additional coverage items in a typical policy? So a typical policy um, also includes other structures, which isn't talked about a lot. And, and other structures coverage is um, anything on the property that's not directly attached to your home, as well as loss of use. And that is a coverage that, um, let's say your home does burn down, you need to temporarily live somewhere, so it covers those expenses. Would that include like an in-law cottage that's not attached? Correct, yes. Okay. What are the differences between an actual cash value and replacement cost policy? 
So a replacement cost um, policy um, isn't available in California anymore. Now we have extended replacement cost. Um, an extended replacement cost is an added coverage on top of your dwelling. So for example, if you have a base dwelling of a million dollars, then and you carry extended replacement costs of 150%, then that's an additional $500,000 on top to make sure that you are able to rebuild the home. At today's cost. At today's cost, correct. And then the actual cash value is current market value minus depreciation, right? Correct, yes. So you might not get as much as you think if you've got an actual cash value, right? Because exactly. of that. Mm -hmm. All right. So is it worth the additional premium cost for a replacement cost policy to ensure your home can be restored with only your deductible as the payout? So as mentioned, um, extended replacement cost is really what would apply for homeowners. Um, extended replacement costs can vary from 110%, 120%, 125, 150%, and 200%. So if you have the option to do 200% extended replacement costs, then I definitely recommend that you pay the extra amount for it. Are home repairs covered at replacement costs? Yes. So with having everything, you, you are essentially made whole again. That's the idea of having the insurance policy. So is personal property such as your furniture, appliances, clothing, et cetera, replaced at actual cash value? So most companies will place um, replacement cost. However, you have the option to go back to actual cash value. So it's more recommended to, to, to do replacement costs, but more often than not, then we do see people who bring it down to actual cash value. And that would save money on their insurance, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Can you upgrade your policy to have your personal property insured at replacement value? Yes, so if it's not already included, then you can upgrade it. Do most policies place a limit for luxury items such as fine art and jewelry? Yes, there are sublimits um, for e jewelry, fine art, uh, silverware, china, um, and they vary between $5,000 and $10,000 depending on the company. Are you covered no matter how your home is damaged? No, um, not if it's an intentional fire, um, but everything catastrophic or accidental. So if there's water damage, um, whether it's a, an appliance malfunction or whether water damage are covered, um, a tree falls on your home, fire, again, if it's wildfire or an accidental fire. So going back to the uh, fine art and jewelry question. So what happens if you have items like that that are worth 100,000, how do you add coverage for something that goes beyond the standard? Sure, so if you have um, like a piece of jewelry that is a, um, worth more than the $5,000 sublimit, then we recommend that you place a personal articles policy, um, or they're called sometimes a personal articles writer, and that will give that individual piece of jewelry its own policy. Okay, so is flood damage covered in a standard policy? No, that's specifically excluded. What about other natural disasters, damage coverage from earthquakes? Earthquakes in California are also specifically excluded. So what are endorsements and how do you know if they're included in a policy? So an endorsement is another word for just a change in a contract, um, specifically your insurance contract. 
and the deck page, the declarations page, will have your basic coverages, and then under that, you will have a list of endorsements. Um, they're pretty clear on the paperwork, but if you ever have questions, uh, your agent or broker should be able to point those out for you. All right. Can identity theft coverage be added to your policy with an endorsement? So right now, we're seeing carriers just automatically include identity theft, but it is something, if it doesn't already have it, you can add it via endorsement. Am I fully covered if someone is injured in my home? Um, so it depends on your, on your liability limit. So if someone were to fall and hurt themselves um, on your property, um, if their medical costs exceed your liability limit, then you are you have some exposure there, but mm -hmm. you should be covered. Where do you find the maximum amount the insurance company will pay in legal bills and damages if you're sued? So under personal liability, um, the limits vary from 100,000, 300,000, 500,000, and if you're lucky, the insurance company will offer a million in liability. So what should we know about liability limits? So liability limits, um, like mentioned, vary from 100,000 to a million. Um, a million is the max that most homeowners policy will offer. And then on top of that, you can carry an umbrella policy. What is an umbrella insurance policy? So an umbrella insurance policy, it, if you think of, it, of an umbrella, it actually goes over your home and auto liability limits. So um, let's say if you're at fault for a multi-vehicle accident and the underlying liability limits on your auto are not sufficient to pay out for injuries or if there's a death, then your umbrella would kick in over that to protect your assets if you're sued. So a million dollars in coverage really doesn't go very far in litigation anymore, does it? Unfortunately not, um, but there are ways to add um, increased limits of umbrella. So with an umbrella, then you'd have like a $2 million or $3 million liability coverage, and that would be in addition to the million-dollar max on your homeowners, right? Correct, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. So why don't you tell us more about why umbrella insurance policies are so beneficial to a person? Sure. Um, you know, umbrella liability is a great thing to carry because, especially for someone who has your home, your auto, young drivers in the household, um, secondary homes or rentals. Um, you know, if you're a landlord and you have a tenant, that in itself is a huge exposure. And adding um, umbrella liability to go over all of those items, it really protects you in the event that your underlying limits are not enough. Um, it's a very low cost in comparison to the limits. You can write up to, you know, not just a million umbrella, but 5 million, 10 million for the very high net worth you have limits of 25, 50 million dollars that wow. you can add. That's impressive. Yeah, so I have an umbrella policy. I think it's a $2 million limit. And I think I pay maybe three or $400 a year for that additional coverage above my homeowner policy. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a smaller premium for such high limits and that extra protection. So what's usually excluded from a home insurance policy? Um, so in California, the biggest exclusions are earthquake, flood, and landslide. That's okay. something that we've been um, asked a lot, especially after Santa Barbara. Okay. Because of the landslides in Santa Barbara? Yeah. 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 What's the easiest way to reduce your monthly premium? The easiest way is bundling. Um, so we hear all the time, you know, bundle your home and auto with, you know, all these different carriers. And the reason is because you're saving not just on the home, but also on the auto 
And if you add the umbrella, there is also a small discount included as well. So can you save money for an alarm system or being a non-smoker or retiree discounts, things of that nature? Sure. There's all kinds of discounts um, with centrally monitor monitored fire and burglar alarms. Um, there's plenty of companies out there that you can choose from. Um, non-smoker credits are available. AARP credits are available, even alumni credits. Hmm. So will it cost less to insure a newer home compared to an older home? Um, it can, yes. Um, there's definitely some upsides with insurance companies seeing that you have um, your roof updated, electrical plumbing, um, things of that nature. Um, insurance companies tend to want to stay away from an, uh, an older home that hasn't been updated at all that you know needs some work. Okay. So if you own an older home, will bringing the home up to current building codes or doing renovations can, help, can that help lower your premiums? Um, it will. It will help. It'll give you more options having everything updated as well as eligibility. So um, like I mentioned, insurance companies would prefer not to insure a home that's not been updated um, in the last 20 to 25 years. So if you make substantial improvements or remodeling to your home, should you modify your insurance coverage? Absolutely. If the value of your home is changing because of remodels, you definitely want to make sure that that um, reflects on your homeowner's policy. Um, if you do a full remodel and the square footage changes, then you want to make sure that that matches as well. And what can you expect when you make a claim? So the first step um, that I tell people is if you're working with a broker um, and you want to run the scenario by them first to just to see if it's even worth making a claim. Because sometimes it may not be, and then at the other end of it, you may end up paying because you're being charged by that claim or uh, potentially being dropped by your carrier if you make too many claims. Um, but after, if it does make sense, then you're assigned a claims adjuster and your agent or broker are there to be your advocate to make sure that you're getting everything that you're um, entitled to. So let's discuss insurability in California due to wildfires. What are some of the challenges and costs for homes located in a high fire risk or wildfire hazard zone? So this has been a very hot topic um, for the last couple of years and the challenges are, are definitely there. And what we're facing is for, especially for new home buyers who are trying to, to obtain insurance and let's say they don't, they've never purchased a home. Um, and they don't know what the first steps are insurability is just getting tighter and tighter. The insurance companies across the board are not wanting to write new business in certain areas that are prone to wildfire. Um, not only is that a challenge, but then existing homeowners um, and their existing policies are being dropped by companies that are scaling back um, in the areas that they're insuring. So it's my understanding that these wildfire areas are in areas that you might not think of as being exposed to risk. They could be in neighborhoods, like look at the Santa Rosa fire as an example. That came right through the middle of town. So are they not rezoning some of these subdivision areas that are in cities and towns to be included in these zones? Yeah, I mean, underwriting guidelines have changed anywhere from six months to 12 months just to fit their appetite and their capacity. So even if the locations um, in the 
past historically have checked out fine. Now they're concerned over oversaturation. So on one street, if one company insures six homes, the seventh they may not want to insure because now you're increasing their overall risk. Hmm. Wow. What do you recommend for people who are in the process of buying a home to make sure coverage is available to them? So my biggest recommendation is if you're looking to buy a home and you're not sure if it's in a high wildfire area or you do know that it's in a high wildfire area is check insurability before you make an offer. It's the biggest tip. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. So should a home buyer have a backup quote handy in case their current agent or broker isn't able to bind a policy prior to closing escrow? Absolutely. So, um, you know, more often than not, we get people who have been insured with the same company for 10, 20 years, and they're almost certain that they're going to be able to get a quote from them. Um, and lo and behold, three days before they close escrow or um, the lender needs proof of coverage and they're not able to supply it um, because they're not writing it in that area. So always have a backup quote handy, um, whether it's with a broker, another agent, another direct writer, just as a backup. And how do you check to confirm if a home is in a flood zone during the home buying process? So um, it's pretty simple. Most brokers or agents have access to FEMA mapping to be able to run the location. Um, it's pretty instantaneous. If it's a manual determination, then it can take a couple of days. Um, clients can ask their agents personally. Um, you know, we do it for Compass uh, just as an added bonus to you guys and um, to continue our partnership. So I have a, a question going back to fire hazard. What about homes that have wood shake roofs, wood shingle roofs? Can you get insurance on those now? Oh, like 99.9% .9 of the carriers will not insure a home with a wood shake roof. Wow, yeah. okay. So then what can a home seller do to prepare their home for sale before going onto the market to make sure it's insurable for the new buyer? So if the seller is gonna splurge, um, then I definitely recommend updates to electrical, plumbing, um, things of that nature, the roof, especially if you have a wood jake roof, having it completely replaced. But there are some smaller things that you can do, such as um, trimming branches so that they're not touching the roof. Um, if you have wood piles sitting next to the structure, um, remove them, <laughs> place them 20 feet away if you can, um, as well as fixing any things like handrails, um, of things of those natures are smaller that you can do that will make a huge difference in, in insurability. Okay. All right, well, Allie, thank you so much for sharing this valuable information. Allie is with Pro Insurance Solutions or ProCo. Um, what is the best way for people to reach you? Um, so I'm always on my phone with email. <laughs> so email would be great. My email um, is ali.lopez at proco.global. And um, I'm also available via cell, um, which I'm happy to provide if anyone needs it. Okay. Thank you for joining us. I'm Leslie Whitney. And I'm Pete Sabine. To find out more about our real estate services and expertise, go to our5starteam.com. Listen to our Real Estate Pro Tips podcast. You can find our podcast at 5starrealestateteam.podbean.com. Hire us to win with us. We hope you enjoy our real estate pro tips and strategies, and we encourage you to share our podcast with anyone who's looking to buy or sell a home. Be sure to like and subscribe if you have not already, 
And if you are watching on YouTube, feel free to ring the bell next to the subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode. Thank you to our producer, Sam Lubman and Painless Podcast for making this podcast happen. Discover more real estate pro tips. Find our podcast at fivestarrealestateteam.podbean.com and check out our new website, r5starteam.com.